eliminate the douchebags via jujitsu duels. Is that the word? Duels? Sure. Challenge you to a duel, right? That's, yeah, that's what you do in jujitsu. I slap said, them, slap I them said with it a too glove. Many times it then... started to sound funny in my head. So, the proposal could you could you clarify the proposal one more time? Just because okay. I wasn't listening. I know what you're doing. Nope. But okay. <laughs> you know shit. <laughs> my proposal is that to ensure that the people running the Bitcoin community or the upper echelons of Bitcoin whateverness, you just need jujitsu duels. Jujitsu tournaments, even. Yeah. Welcome to the Bitcoin Podcast. We in Outshine. Bitcoins, we got them. Acquire, never sell. But catch us rolling deep like a Dell. Bitcoin, blockchains, cryptocurrency. Guys, faded talking Bitcoin, no fee. That's the free Bitcoin podcast, insane. And adoption is still the only thing, thing, thing that matters, man. Hey, everybody, welcome to the Bitcoin podcast number 47, the drunk episode. Um, it's been a while since our last drunk episode because we had a crazy amount of guests, but now we're going to take a little time. To kind of chill out and drink and talk about Bitcoin. Uh, as always, I'm your first host, Marcello. And I'm host number two, D. Host number three, Corey. And today, my wife is joining me as our special guest. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, this is Aaron, Corey's wife. <laughs> <laughs> special guest on the show, getting drunk with us. Now we got to do the thing we do. We got to oh, say... Yeah. What everyone's drinking. So, Cello, what you drinking? Actually, guest, Aaron, what you drinking? I am drinking cachaça, which I'm sure Corey has informed everyone that that that's a Brazilian liquor. But mine is infused or flavored with cinnamon and clove. Hot damn. Like the same. That's tasty. It's super. I don't drink any liquor, just straight or on ice. But this stuff, it's so good. Wait, so that liquor's good enough for ladies to drink on ice? That's yeah, it's what just, I'm you just got a glass of it on the. It's a giant Hot. ice cube, and she's sipping it. Hot diggity dog! I feel like I've really entered a cool new club <laughs> since I've started doing this. <laughs> so, sipping liquor club. I'll say that. All you need is a cigar or a pipe. We'll work on that. Who's next? I am also drinking cachaça, but mine is with honey. Because I can't touch the stuff Erin uses because that's her sipping liquor. (laughs) And I've already drank the rest of the liquor in the house. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm. Mm -hmm. Dee, are you drinking pineapple sake again? Uh... That sounded like a judgmental question. I like I like how Marcello is making judgments on these guys' drinks. <laughs> Marcello, you're making jokes when you're over there probably sipping on Kool-Aid and Kool-Aid with a little bit of vodka Anyways, I'm sipping on a Guinness drought, and before that it was a Maker's Mark. Uh, but this is brewed in Dublin. It's 14.9 fluid ounces, a pasteurized stout. Is it is uh, it drought? 
Is it drought? Drought. Drought. It's a draft. It's no, in his no. established in 1759. It's still draft? Yeah. I don't think so. There's a draft house in Fort Worth, and that's how it's spelled. It, but it's, it's a draught house. Wait, draft? This is pronounced draft? Aaron thinks it's pronounced draft. I think she's full of shit. Mm. I know one thing. It makes me feel like it's Guinness drought, and it's brewed in Dublin, and it's uh, fucking delicious now, isn't it? I hope it's, that's uh, how it works. Yeah. I, I would like Aaron to good. also um, testify as to how bad your, your white impersonations are. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Aaron, Did first year? just judge me. Be completely as judgy as you <laughs> want to be. There's my fucking Guinness drought I'm Sorry. drinking, and I love it. It's fucking delicious now, isn't it? Doctor. You guys are so fancy. Anyways, um, Cello, it's your turn. What are you sipping on? What's you guys you are so fancy. Um drinking a Coors Light, which is a light wheat-based beer with uh, <laughs> low hop bitterness and high carbonation <laughs> from Belgrade, Yugoslavia with honey and clover. <laughs> clover. And it's cool. very tasty. It's a microbrewery revelation. Is it the same? <laughs> Pyramid cure? Pale Ale. Is it Cures with the uh, mountain changes colors? If it's cold or if it's warm? To let you know if it's cold or if it's warm, as if you're not holding a fucking aluminum can. <laughs> uh, That's how you know the it's, can is state of the earth. Is that they have to do gimmicks to like get you to drink it? Yeah, like, it's it's cold enough to drink now. Otherwise, you can't drink this beer. When the mountains blue, it's cold. Trust us. You don't have to trust your senses. Okay, Aaron has just googled how to pronounce D R U G H T, and it's D-R- pronounced draft. D R A U G H T. Yeah, that's what I meant to say. But it's, it's pronounced draft. draft. Yeah. Oh no! Now I feel like a rookie in the game. I've been saying draft. And she's she's beaming with with being right. Is Arth? Is his name Arth Guinness? I don't, I don't know. What you're talking I, about. I don't think so. I got his signature right here on the can. Anyways, um, so anyways, welcome everyone. To the 47th episode of the Bitcoin Podcast. Man, it's almost been a full year, and you mofos have been listening the whole time. And I mean mofos in the most endearing way possible. But uh, we'd like to um, take Unless this it's your first time. Huh? Unless it's your first time listening. Yeah, you listening if it's their first time. Yeah, if this is your first time listening, then every once in a while we reward ourselves. We treat ourselves uh, by getting fucking toasty and talking about Bitcoin kinda. And sometimes it gets off the rails, sometimes it doesn't. But but um, it's always fun, and this is how we treat ourselves uh, for working hard for you guys to give you the five star content. So, anyways, what uh, the fuck is up, Cello? What are we talking about? Today? Well, Corey wanted to talk about Bitcoin being pigeonholed into money. That's right. Uh, so, do we want to talk about that in, a, in the drunk episode? We could try. I don't know how good. Yeah, let's, let's try. Oh, I like that. Shouldn't we appease to the get? We should appease to Aaron being a Bitcoin spouse, and I don't think anybody ever hears from Bitcoin spouses. <laughs> let's start with that. Yeah, Aaron, how's it? How's it feel to be a Bitcoin spouse? And your hubby's always like Bitcoin on the mind. Pisses Bitcoin. He's Bitcoin. He's Bitcoin. Um, I guess I've gotten used to hearing a lot about it. I still wouldn't say I... I mean, I understand it. 
there's a lot of intricacies with blockchain technology that I don't quite get just because I haven't paid enough attention. Um, but I could definitely remember the first time he started talking to me about it when we were still living in Texas. And I just thought, oh, good God, another one of these things Corey's going to be interested in for like six months. Online money. It's like this digital money stuff. It's like, <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? That's not a thing. Um, but it is. It definitely is. And I fully support all things Bitcoin at this point. So, what kind of things is Corey into at only six months at a time, and then he quits? Oh, good God! I, you want to start that? You want to start that train? He wanted to buy. He well, he and Tom wanted to make rash guards for a while. Wait a second. A rash guard is um, a type of like spandex workout shirt that you use in jujitsu that goes oh. underneath your kimono so that it. Uh, it's it doesn't like under cause armor, a rash. But, it's like an underlining. Yeah. And, or you can use it for like a, a, a no gi uh, sport of using jujitsu, so that it, you're you're not ripping all your hairs out when you're wrestling people. Don't so that look. was that was like a six month thing. I mean, they had good ideas. But I still want to do this. By I, the way. He still wants to do this. Um, I don't know. Or some of the other things. I love the support. The. Just well, if really, if we weren't like about to move to Brazil, then maybe that's something we would have done. But it was just not <laughs> good timing to buy like a like clothing printer and all that bullshit. So just you know, we were moving. <laughs> aren't rashes for dirty motherfuckers? No, um, it's like a like rubbing a, a harsh material on your skin over and over again would give you a rash. Mm. And it's like for surfaces you wear. Yeah, uh, pretty, it's called a rash rough. guard. Right? So you're trying so, to reduce friction. Yeah. Okay. Guarding against the rashes. I'm not sure why there's so many questions. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about the rash that you got that started this idea. I never How got a rash. I, I'm rash free. No, this is more of a fashion thing. Yeah, it's they more wanted a fashion to make thing. the designs on the rash guards more entertaining and have a, a bigger variety because there's not a huge variety. The rash guard game is weak. I wanted to make it better. <laughs> okay. I didn't know there was such a void in the rash guard industry. Well, now you know. <laughs> Try being a woman shopping for rash guards. It's even worse. Yeah, I imagine. But, I I'd imagine it's worse just being a woman and walking into a place and saying, I need a rash guard. And that place would be yeah, like, I don't, damn. I, <laughs> Dirty ass lady. What do you need a rash guard for? Anyways, yeah. Um, so she's been. She's been I mean, she's always supportive of the things I want to try and do if they're not out, outlandish and ridiculous. And this one, I've kind of stuck to my guns on, and she's been. It's more of along the lines of like, yeah, whatever, do your thing. It's funny and that then, you say Bitcoin is not outlandish and ridiculous because to the average person. They well, think it is fucking I mean, I guess money. at first it it was to me, um, but it wasn't costing him anything but time, you know, to study up on things and look into it and do some research and learn about it. So he wasn't, you know, like, hey, can I spend ten thousand dollars on this new thing I just learned about? No, <laughs> but well, over this time, wasn't one that of those. Kinda happened. <laughs> But, uh, I, I got up to the point where she accepted the technology. She believed in it. 
And then I started asking for the money. And that took a lot of time. <laughs> and she, she's the complete controller of all things money in our relationship. So I imagine you, you sliding her a proposal, reading <laughs> it over and, and signing it with an official pin like, okay, I approve this. That's pretty much what happened. No, it's not quite that bad. <laughs> <laughs> you can do this, like pushing up your glasses and the bridge of your nose a little bit. All right. right. Um, so let's see. So I like what you said. You were like, support all things Bitcoin, because I have thought since the inception, not inception, conception of this show that we do, that I think a lot of mass adoption is contingent in the pot. Ugh, I'm drunk. I'm drinking. Contingent upon women needing to kind of be into it. Because according to what the world says, women tend to handle finances in the household. And if Bitcoin's going to be a currency, it's going to need to be handled by women. So. Is that true? Women typically handle. Yeah, those? I was just about to say that. I feel like. Feminists are going to be on our ass. Huh? You can't say that, man. I fucking said, said it. I said, said it. This. No, I mean, I don't think anything's wrong with it, but I'm not sure that's true. I feel like... I, I don't, hold up. Let me do some... Let's all Google at the same time, and let's make it quick, because people are listening. Do they no, bake pies, okay. too? I'm huh? not well, going to Google that, Continue but... on your line of thought, and Aaron will, Aaron will address it. <laughs> <laughs> I will address it. <laughs> hold up. Uh, he's I Googling. Just go ahead, Aaron. Just keep talking. I mean, shit's going on you just right can't now. stop women from shopping. That's what it comes down to. <laughs> shopping with Bitcoin. That's what I'm talking about. Women be shopping. Can't stop a woman from shopping. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, is it... So, one, you have to introduce women to the idea of using Bitcoin. And two, you need to have marketplaces that accept it. And it has to, it essentially just has to be an everyday thing. It has to be to super easy. The very first thing I Googled, which wasn't a biased question at all, do women control household finances? Infographic, women control the money in America, exclamation point in the headline. That's because you Googled the, the answer. You have to say who controls the money, not do women control the money. Okay. Boom. Which gender is responsible for household finances? Which okay. gender yeah. is responsible? Do women bake pies? Google that. Do women I bake do. pies? <laughs> this one does. That's okay. Eric's business here in Brazil is making pies. Okay. PewSocialTrends.org, a non-prof. Question, which gender is responsible for household finances? I got 34 million results in 0.73 seconds. Shout out to Google. And it says, most definitely, and this article is as recent as September 25th, 2008. <laughs> <laughs> Women call the shots at home. Public mixed on gender roles and jobs. That's the headline. I think that has to do with the fact that men don't really give a fuck. That I is... Because men don't give a fuck, and women give more fucks because they're risk adverse. Because they're really like into the, we gotta protect these little babies that we make, so they're risk adverse, and they tend to control the finances. And, and I think men, they still hold sway when it comes to like the big ticket items. I think they so. exert greater control over like major financial investments, like property and stuff like that. I think so because boys' toys tend to cost a little more. I think. I think. In the long run. 
Like, we're getting real sexist here today, but I think girls' toys cost <laughs> a little less than boys' toys. Blanket statements. Go. Yeah, we're throwing them out there. I mean, for, for us, Aaron takes care of all the money. I make the money currently. And <laughs> currently. Totally currently. That may good, switch in the future, job. but Aaron takes care of it and allocates it where it needs to be. But I like budgeting stuff. I find it, I mean, a little bit annoying to have to do and evaluate regularly, but it's really rewarding when I'm like, holy shit, we actually saved enough money to do this thing we wanted to do. Sweet. Or whatever it is. So what would it take for you to like be okay with doing Bitcoin for everything? Like Bitcoin is our main me? currency. You're asking me? Yeah, you. I mean, it needs to be essentially as easy as current use of currency. God damn. She so mass help. adoption. She's waiting for mass adoption. I'm, I'm just, I mean, as soon as it can get here. That's sweet, but until it's about that easy, I mean, people aren't going to be interested. If it takes more time and more effort, like that's people. Time in, is what people don't have, or they think they don't have. People so, in America, right? Yeah, people in America. I know, of course. Because that's really, I mean, it's not more convenient than the current system for people in America, UK, I guess, Japan. It's just not. not. So I th- I like that you said that. It hit the nail on the head and something that we've talked about time and time again. It's just not easy for people to yeah. both understand and use. They're like, wait, I got to buy money to use money? And you're like, <laughs> uh, yeah, there's really no easy way to put that. It just sounds like a bad business plan. Like, you know, it just sounds like a scam mm. to a lot of people at this point, I think, when you put it like that. But... Yeah. yeah, when you put it when you put it that way, it definitely sounds like something like, well, that sounds dumb. I'm not going to do that. And we've talked like I think that this core people who listen to us, follow Bitcoin, listen to the headlines, are really invested into it, misunderstand how little we are today. Not everyone, but a lot of people still think we're like we're bigger than we actually are. Like Bitcoin is not very big. Bitcoin's a fucking blip. But keep going. And. It's going to take a long time and a lot of infrastructure and a lot of on-ramps and off-ramps and a lot of ways to use to make it really easy and seamless until it becomes massively adopted. It needs to grow a lot more than what it currently is. Absolutely. And it's okay for it to take a long time. It's not like it's because the majority of people who get into Bitcoin are just trying to make money right now. That's that is a grand majority. In fact, I was one of those people. So. Uh oh, what's going on? Uh, our 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 little splitter is bad. Oh, so Aaron's moving around. Sorry. I mean that is that is true. That's the original reason. I mean, I don't know if anybody reads our blog. Shout out to our blog. Or, but uh. Corey, you told me in February of 2013, like, hey, man, here's this internet money. And I was like, what, dude? Nobody fucks with Monopoly money. And then, like, later in the year, you were like, hey, it's not Monopoly money anymore. It's actually worth a lot of fucking money. And I was like, damn it. Missed the boat on that one. Yeah, it's... And so, that's what got me in it. But then the longer I was in it, the you know, if anybody who 
you know, you don't just throw money at things without doing the research on them. I did more and more research, and I was like, whoa, this is a phenomenal thing. This is going to change the planet. Point blank, period. So, I mean, if we were to try to take a percentage of how many people are in Bitcoin and what percentage of those people are in it just to make money right now, I would say close to... 50? No, like 75 to 80%. 75 to 80 yeah, I'm not talking about the big holders or even – actually, maybe even that because they they understand that it's an important technology. It's generalized the way we use money, uh, especially Bitcoin, and it has a lot of really good applications to the future. And they're waiting on the mass adoption to take place so that the, the price skyrockets. But everything that they do and everything that they say is through the lens of – money and whether or not they're going to win the investment that they put in. And that's not healthy. It's just, it's, 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 I guess we're, we're transitioning nicely into this whole idea of we've pigeonholed ourselves, the Bitcoin in general to being money when it has a lot of other applications, but all of the development, all of the major companies that are coming online, all the on ramps and off ramps, the, the vast majority of them are a few exceptions is just dealing with money mm-hmm. and the application of a blockchain is vastly more. It offers way more than just being money. Money is the first app of cryptocurrencies. Did you want to say that? I think but, it's because people are poor. Well, um, it's, say it's, some, it's <laughs> everybody <laughs> wants more money. Okay, like, why, why wouldn't you? 25% of households in the U S make like less than $25,000 a year. So they're not, they don't care about the technology and they only care about making more money and not eating. Those, dudes, dollar. those dudes are not investing any money. They're yeah, those paycheck those paycheck. aren't the people that are into Bitcoin. Well, that's why 75% and 80%, like Corey said, are in it to make money because there's such a large majority of people. They either don't understand it. They're too poor. They don't care. There's a, there's a lot more factors to not be interested than to be in, interested. Well, let's, let's take that's an true. example of that's, that's like, true. let's take an example of what happens when, uh, something, takes a while to be implemented into Bitcoin that's really good for the future of Bitcoin, but takes a while and may stagnate the use and and um, efficiency of the current state of Bitcoin, right? Mm-hmm. What would everyone say about something like that? If they're only interested in how much money they're being made and the potential of them losing that investment, then they're going to be completely against it, regardless of how good it may be in the future. And that's what we're seeing today. Yeah, I was about to say, are you touching on what's happening in the community right now with people just losing their goddamn minds, it seems like? I don't know. Yeah, you have to realize that everyone's talking through a lens of potentially losing their money or their investment not going only up. And they have to wait longer for this this, this, super boom to happen and then get rich. And I hate to be one of those guys that's like... But I've lost money on investments before. But here's um, here's here's like the, the other side of it. Is that you have to like the community who's saying these things is the community of Bitcoin. So they actually matter. So if they leave, then Bitcoin fails. And I so, don't want them to leave. I just want them to change and being stop stop being dumb. Like read <laughs> read things. Read things that matter. And stop just going off of what people say. 
you could do that to a certain extent. There's some people in the community, you can go off of what they say, kind of. But still, you never really want to go off of just what someone... Read things. Like this past day, I spent the whole day pretty much reading the Rootstock white paper. I'm dare not going to talk about that shit while I'm drinking. But I'm actually <laughs> reading white papers. Like, go fucking read and just stop blabbing at the mouth about shit you don't understand. Let's see I read it today. Gut reaction. Yeah. What'd you say, Chell? You read the Rootstock white paper too? Yeah, it's like Ethereum, but it's slower and centralized. I like it. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I like it. I give it one thumb up. I like Two's it. on the way. Well, I mean, like, go ahead. Sorry, I was just blabbing. I was on my soapbox about how the community has gotten shitty, and they needed to get it. They need to get it together because what they don't realize is just this past week there was a hard fork on Ethereum, and there wasn't a batted eye, and there were no blood, and there were no tears. They just forked it for the betterment of Ethereum, and look at it fucking go. And if the Bitcoin can't, community can't find its identity as we move forward, it's going to be a shitty process moving forward. So when you say pigeonholed, that may be a bad thing. I think it's a good thing. Why not oh, have a simple focus? Why not have a simple focus? Bitcoin is money, point blank, period. It's programmable money nonetheless, but it's money. I mean, just because it's simple doesn't mean it's not powerfully useful. I mean, look at the fucking hammer. It's a very simple tool. Builds lots of shit. So, people need to get behind the identity that maybe Bitcoin is just really good money. And there's nothing wrong with that. I agree. And I, I think I wholeheartedly agree with, with that. And I think that's the issue is that now that, I mean, when I say pigeonholed, we've put ourselves in a really good position to take over how money works as Bitcoin. And it's okay if there's other blockchains out there that do different things as long as we can come together and do money really 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 well which we do but if we rally behind that idea and don't hate on everything else that comes as a a, what seems to be an opposition then we'll succeed beyond all our wildest dreams because money is huge and so if bitcoin becomes the money of the world or some type of foundation uh, as the money of the world, even just the storage of value for all the money in the world, then it's succeeded. And we can allow other blockchains and other coins and other things to do what they're really good at to make the world better in those aspects. But it's this, this mentality of we're the first, we're the only, nothing else should exist that is really crippling the Bitcoin community, if they were to trying to say, okay, well, right now we're the best implementation of money with blockchain. We have the best infrastructure. We're like, if you want to do other cryptocurrencies, you've got to come through Bitcoin first. And that's the way it currently works. And if we continue that type of thing, then we can, we can seamlessly integrate ourselves with all other things that become big, allowing us to be relevant the entire time through. But you need to have a centralized community Eh, that's a bad word to say when you're talking about decentralized. You need to have the, the community rally behind this idea and not hate on everything that comes out. Yeah. That's that's pretty much it. We needed someone to rally the community. And we had this uh, we had this conversation earlier today um, when we were talking about private blockchains versus public blockchains. 
and I was telling you, you were comparing apples to oranges and you say, no, you can compare apples to oranges. And you gave me a bunch of reasons why they're fruit, they have nutrients, all things, all, all kinds of things. And I was like, yeah, but you're saying because apples are on apple or apples grow on apple trees, that oranges should not exist. Like you're, you're, you're trying to say that other things shouldn't exist because apples have these properties. And that's not necessarily true. And people do the same thing for Bitcoin. They say Bitcoin has this. Bitcoin is a public blockchain. So anything else that's outside of that should not exist. And that's not true because private privatized blockchains have their use cases outside of what Bitcoin can do. And we need to accept that and embrace it. And Bitcoin can be a part of it. But unless you embrace it and then try and be in the development of when those things grow, then we're just going to fail. Mm -hmm. It's, I mean, from an investor's point of view, the talk that people have when they're so scared of something coming on that's new and they immediately shun it, that's just because they're overprotecting their investment. Hashtag bitches. Hashtag bitches. Hashtag bitch made. (laughs) Hashtag shut your mouth. But anyways, I mean, sometimes... I mean, I've lost money on investments. I've made money on investments. And when you invest, you just invest in a, in a bunch of things. Like, say you invest in aluminum and in rubber. One year, everyone's using rubber to make a rubber widget. And then the next year, they're not. But the next year, they're making aluminum to make aluminum widgets. And then the next year, they're not. But you, the next year, they're not. But What's the difference between an investment and a gamble? Nothing. Ah. When you boil it down. I boiled I'm it. When you boil it all the way down, everything's a gamble. You can keep your money in the bank. That's a shitty, shitty gamble because that one percent interest rate you're getting is actually a negative percent interest rate when you take into account inflation. So you're fucked. Or you can have the so, gamble of taking your money and put it underneath your bed. But guess what? If somebody comes in and they put a gun to your head and they say, "Hey, lift up your bed," and you're like, "Well, no, my money's under there," then your money's fucking gone. So it doesn't matter what you do. Everything's a gamble when you boil it down. So life is a gamble. Life is a gamble. That's deep. It is deep. I've been drinking. Way more <laughs> serious than I was expecting. <laughs> oh, sorry. We have a guest on the show. Uh, <laughs> shit. I've already asked the question. Shelly, you asked the question. Um, can it be Bitcoin related? It, it pretty want. much has to be, doesn't it? Doesn't oh, yeah. Here we go. No, um, no, 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 answer. Here we go. It, you know, as a woman that, uh, wants a little retail therapy and has an interest in Bitcoin, is it frustrating living in Brazil with, how's their ecosystem? Are they making it easy for you to? With Bitcoin? Yeah, I guess. No. Or, like, like Corey was telling me, if you guys go to a grocery store, you have to travel like an hour away just to get groceries. Like, Ever said that? 30 minutes, he said you ride the bus and then you come Please back. He's a liar. He didn't, no, no, no. He didn't say an hour. He said you have to ride the bus. And then I got to walk to the grocery store. It takes us about 15 minutes to walk. Okay. I, no, it takes For the sake time. of argument. For the sake I mean, of argument. It takes you an hour and there's snow-capped mountains. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bitcoin in my Brazilian life is... It's not a part of my Brazilian life, aside from Corey and I discussing it or whatever. But general shopping and consumerism, I mean, 
going to the actual store is fine. The grocery store is 10 minutes away. There's everything I need by bus or whatever. Um, the thing that's super annoying here is the online shopping. And there's just some things that are easier to buy online or I don't know where to get them in the stores here. So I'll try to find it online. But with their like banking super security here, if you want something by a certain date, you better order it two weeks ahead of time for sure, because you can only buy things online with a credit card. If you don't have a credit card, you have to get this little bill statement and you have to take that to your bank and do all this filling out of bullshit and they send money to the other person's bank. And that takes a few days. So when the money clears, then the person ships whatever it is you ordered. So, I mean, that's a bit annoying, but I've just, you know, mostly decided I don't need anything. So. It's <laughs> pretty much what it boils down to. It's so typical so, that we just say we don't need it. I've just so, realized, like, this is not worth the trouble. I don't need it. And so I just, I don't buy anything anymore. So when you move to the States, that's going to be hard because everyone in America is like more and more and more. Give me yeah, more. I'm super not looking forward to that part of coming back home um, for that reason. It's become fairly minimalistic here for us, especially as Americans. So I'm not, I'm not looking forward to having that uh, consumerism ideology or whatever stuff down my throat again. Hmm. Cause I, I know now, like I've been living here for over a year. I don't need anything. Like there's so few things I actually need. Um, so careful. That's some un-American talk you're doing there. I know, I know, but, but imagine like a scenario. But it's so nice. Like I have nothing to worry about. Yeah, I bought three things. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I mean, click, click, click. They're already at your house too. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I, I enjoy it immensely. Not feeling like I have to have all of the, you know, latest clothes or shoes or whatever it is. So I prefer this. What's that buzz? You guys hear that buzz? No. No. Is that an Amazon drone outside your house, Cello? Did you get all that stuff while we were talking just now? I know what a drone is, but I don't know what a drone is. I thought I said drone. I thought really hard on that word, dude. I was like, shit. Yeah, we're in America. Well, here's the thing, Aaron. I, you're going to have to get more American before you come back here because we buy shit. Okay, that's what we do. That's what keeps the economy going. It's un-American. I think Aaron has to reload. She's going to go get more drinks. Damn, I need another drink, too. I'm going to get another drink, too. Are we, we going to pause inter- intermission? No, let's leave Corey alone while we all get drinks. Okay. <laughs> okay. So... And we're back from getting beverages. Nice. I got a Guinness, another one. A Guinness uh, draft. Yeah, I said it right. Draft with the A-U-G-H-T. A-U-G-H-T, but it's a Guinness (laughs) draft. It's smooth as fuck. Uh, Cello's baby started being a baby. So uh, he's he's dipped out, but he's much missed. We're going to close out the episode without him. Um, but we're still back. It's me, third host Corey, 
third host Corey's wife, Erin. And um, I don't know. Did we have anything to talk about or are we just kind of wrapping it up? Yeah, so next week, we were going to try and do it this week uh, for, the, for the drink episode because it's funny and stupid. But it didn't come to fruition. So we've, we've made... We've made some progress on the McKibbins and Saucier buddy cop. No, we are going to do that. We're going to talk about that today. Yeah, we're going. That's this. This episode currently is running at the top and the bottom of the episode. Nice. So, I mean, you want to go ahead and go into details on on the on what's happened? Yeah. So right now, I'm pretty much like stonewalling hey, Marcello. Just, just talk to Aaron. Just explain it all to Aaron because she doesn't know much about this. Okay, Aaron. Tell me things. So we had a couple guests on the show a few weeks back by the names of Christian Saucier and Matt McKibben. My God. And uh, we thought that Christian Saucier and Matt McKibben, we thought their last names made excellent, excellent names for a buddy cop show. McKibben and Saucier. I'd say you're correct. And so then I started singing... McKibben's house, yeah! And then it became a thing, and now it's even more of a thing, and we're going to make it... Oh, no. We're actually going to turn McKibben and Saucier into buddy cop cartoons, and we will be submitting it to Adult Swim. Yes. Uh, to try <laughs> Wait, are to you really? Yes, we are. And we've already got two episodes uh, written up, or cello's written up, Two episodes, and we're gonna. I'm gonna help them finish them off. Oh my uh, god! And we're gonna try and get the Buddy Cop series, McKibben's and Salsa. Yeah. Now, are the writing just just the writing so far? Cause just the writing. He's if you do. need some like ironically shitty stick figure art, <laughs> I'm your girl. <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot of experience. <laughs> like cutscenes where they're no, doing like, action. It's just paint. them. In yeah. uh, stick figure Just art, awfully terrible stick yeah. figure art. It's, yeah, it's really good. So <laughs> we're we're hoping that Adult Swim picks it up, and then we don't piss off the actual McKibben and Saucier to a point where they tell us to stop. But, how much? How much of this is is actually has Bitcoin in it? I mean, are you like gonna? Oh, it's actually Bitcoin Incorporated. Like the first episode has them arresting bank thieves and then telling them there's an easier way. Using Bitcoin. Easier way to thieve banks? E- easier way to steal money. <laughs> what? <laughs> no. <laughs> Even though it's not really that easy. but Are still. we going to give them a just awful advice about Bitcoin? Because that'd yeah, be pretty just, bad about the, uh, like the, the popula- like the popularity of Bitcoin. We should, yeah, I don't know. We'll figure it out. We'll, we'll, it has we'll, to be ridiculous, but also have good information about Bitcoin. And then just like staring at the screen. Yeah, I think I think the theme song is gonna be forty five seconds of me yelling McKibben and Saucy yeah, for like forty five seconds. <laughs> Anyways, we're giving you guys too much info. But be on the lookout and if you ever see McKibbins and Saucier on Adult Swim, then you'll know where it came from. So anyways, yeah, that's up and coming. And now I've officially stonewalled Marcello into it, so he's going to be pissed when he hears this. He's going to be like, damn it, we were just fooling around with the ideas, and now it's a thing. And I'm like, goddamn right, it's a, it's a thing now. Are we going to play the? Uh, are we going to play our sweet introductory oh, music yeah. that we have? We're playing the McKibben and Saucier theme song. We should play it. will be our outro. Our outro will be that. <laughs> um, 
But other than that, I guess we should plug our things. And then one last statement to the community of Bitcoin that, hey, there's got to be some kind of unification going on with us. we got to figure out a way to go uh, because there's other contenders coming around the bend. And if we don't find a way to move forward, then those competitors are definitely going to make a, a shot at taking Bitcoin down to the ground for ground and pound. And we got to stop that. But anyways, let's plug our stuff here. Um, Twitter at the BTC podcast. Cello one's the Twitter. Does a great tell us, job. Tell us how much you hated this episode, please. Me? On Twitter. What? Yeah, on Twitter. Tell us how much you hated it. Oh yeah. It's fine. You're talking to the people, uh, yeah. uh, the people listening. Yeah, tell us if you hate our drunken episodes, and we'll tell you to fuck off. And I'm sorry, like that's <laughs> to come the way once it's... every occasionally, and we enjoy doing them. That's the way the transition's gonna go. If you don't like it, make your own podcast. Yeah, and then um, what else? Oh, we've had some responses about they don't like our humor at the top of the episodes. I think it's well at the very beginning. That guy is uh, not fun at parties. Yeah, yeah. He's the guy at parties that is, uh, that's like, he's the lame guy. I couldn't come up with anything. I've been drinking. But he's the lame guy at parties. Anyways, uh, if you don't like the show, I mean, I guess listen to another one, man. But Or you could talk to us. I tend to be a little fun to talk to, so if you want to talk to me, you can. Um, but other than that, we've had nothing but some pretty positive shit about our show and if you are listening you like the show we're gonna keep on making it because it's fucking fun uh the bitcoin podcast.com that's our website um you can just say that aaron aaron doesn't understand how easy our podcast is she just texted d on the skype channel to say next plug when she could have just said move it along yeah move it along dude <laughs> yeah uh, the bitcoin podcast.com that's our website uh facebook Look us up on Facebook. Um, follow us on all that shit. Uh, SoundCloud.com. We're on there. We have our podcast on there. You can listen there. We're on, what's it called? What did y'all set us up on? 8-Track? No. A-Cast? A-Cast. A-Cast.com for the guys or people out there that use that. We're on there now. Never heard of it, but apparently it's a thing. Um, Zapchain, come talk to us. Yeah, zapchain.com slash Z slash just two guys. Uh, also, uh, what is it? Airbits is the shit. Oh, yeah. If you tweet out uh, at Airbits is the shit, hashtag just two guys, you'll be receiving some Bitcoin from us. So you could do that. Do that. Um, We got anything else or are we finishing this up? It's good enough. All right, guys. Well, have a good week. I hope you enjoyed it. Maybe you were drunk, too. All right. Play the outro. Kippins and Saucy, yeah! Saucy, yeah! Don't ruin it. Don't ruin it. It's made it better. On tonight's episode of McKibben and Saucy, yeah!